Welcome back to the Goalie Corner presented by One Stop Goaltending. I'm Michael Hales, and today is the final episode with Mathieu Caron. Uh, in this episode, we cover quite a bit of conversation topics. Um, might be worthwhile listening once, maybe twice. If you have any comments or questions about any of the topics that you heard today, please reach out to us on social media. We have TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all at One Stop Goaltending. Or you can email us at thegoaliecorner at gmail.com. Hope you enjoy. Let's get into a little bit more hockey-ish stuff here. And since we're part two here, unofficially, I'm going to say last episode. <laughs> um, you kind of mentioned which was kind of cool that there was one year a couple years where you didn't necessarily feel like you had to play spring hockey and you did other sports instead during the off season right yeah flash forward to now right mr hotshot playing for brown um what's this what's the off season looking like now like are you still taking time away what are you using it for oh yeah um i i've i've always been a guy that once the season's done like i don't touch my gear for at least a month like it's it's like you i I don't know about other guys but mentally like (laughs) once that season's done like especially like you have a championship season where you go far in playoffs or, or something like that. Like you're mentally, if, if you still have like something in the tank, like, I don't know, I don't know what you did, but um, you, you, I don't know about it. Uh, you kind of, you got to shut it off. Like you got, yeah. you got to forget about hockey um, here. They, they've got, they've got the ice taken out anyway. So we've got six, six weeks, um left of school um so really like the, this this uh this time i mean we've got rollerblades so we kind of just rip around i just <laughs> get, get to play get to show get to show all these players how to actually uh, score goals um but no like i'm not i'm not doing any formal goalie training on the ice like i'm not i'm not doing any of that stuff right now um uh, we're we're still lifting we still lift all week um and then um yeah like i said when, when you once, come back home are you going to start putting the pads back on to get back into it or are you still going to take more time oh yeah no i'll i'll definitely definitely get back on the ice um but uh i i don't usually go more than twice a week um like may june um July is when I'll probably go like three times a week. And then August, like those, those like two weeks before I leave, I'll usually go on like maybe four times a week. Um, right. it max, like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think at any point during the summer, I'm going five days a week. Yeah. Um, a, cause I got, I got work, got <laughs> on, on a student, on a student budget right here. So, um, you got, you got to make your money during the, during the summer. Uh, and then uh, I, I, I personally um, really, really got into uh, into the off-ice training side of things. Um, luckily, pretty young. Um, again, 
uh, going back to Skavsky's, uh, I was my first year Bantam. Um, that was a so I played spring hockey up until Bantam, and then Bantam first year Bantam. It was uh, we had a hockey gym in Abbotsford, and so I I started training out of there. Um, spent about I think five weeks with like the guys my age, and then I got put in with the junior group. Um, so I was, it, it was, I think that kind of gave me a nice boost where it was like, all right, like I want, I want to keep up with these guys. Obviously you're, I don't know, 13, 14 at that time. Um, so you're, you're, I, I was a string bean at least. <laughs> and, uh, and I, I was, I was a pretty good runner. That, that was kind of the one thing where I could, I could kind of keep up with them. Um, but like weight stuff, like everything everything else is like i'm on the bottom of the totem pole yeah. they're they're crushing it crushing me and everything um but i was like i'm gonna catch some of these guys and uh so yeah scapsy's younger brother is two years old i mean and he would always be like ah always being you know like all this stuff like he he, he was like you almost end up being like a little bit of big brother kind of figure yeah. where it was like all right he's he's gonna give me he's gonna give me crap um uh and but that that's kind of what pushes you to like chase him yeah no um, kidding and especially so, when it's a player exactly so by the yeah. time uh by the time i rolled around to 16 like i i realized when you go back to kids your own age you're like oh like i've <laughs> I, i've kind of push push past uh when when you when you put, play it's like playing up a level it's like once you go back to your level it's like oh like this almost feels easy yeah. um where and i mean that that's that's what that's what i mean all, all the great players that they've been pushed their whole lives they they never take it easy and then um once once it's once everyone's on a level playing field they're it just kicks in for them and then it, it it gives them that little extra advantage. Um, right. And again, for me, my game's always been a pretty athletic one. Um, so it was, uh, I was pretty fortunate to kind of get that chance to always be with older guys in the off season. And uh, you, you, your ego definitely gets put in, put in its place. Um, you're, you're definitely not getting, uh, your head doesn't get too big. You're, you're, you're basically, you, you get humbled every day. And uh, and I think that just makes you a better better player and better person in general. Where uh, you 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 might have a good se- you might have had a good season, and then you you go back and you're playing against guys, you get shots from older guys, pro guys, and you're like, yeah, I got a long way to go. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and I think I think for me the off season that that's kind of what I do, um, just trying to find a find find the hardest hardest shooters um who's gonna push me in the gym like i i want i want guys that are stronger faster um more skilled than me like i i want to i want to be with those guys um and it was it was it was kind of the same thing with the off ice or on ice training um goalie wise um i like i think since peewee i i think peewee i was skating with uh um guys that were playing college hockey, junior hockey. And uh, I like 
they were the ones like they were they were okay with me coming out there like yeah we like this kid um because yeah. he he works he works his bag off and they're like man i can't get outworked by a kid in peewee <laughs> and so they're <laughs> like all right yeah well, like that i i i was pushing them apparently and uh so that, Crazy, that, eh? that that's kind of that's kind of uh something i've taken pride in and um for me it's it's kind of always been about hard work um i mean like i said wasn't drafted i've never really been signed or i mean i guess brown was the first time i really was recruited um to play for a team um other than that it was showed up at tryouts and i i didn't leave (laughs) (laughs) clearly so it sounds like you take the off season to try to find like that next level for yourself, not necessarily within your gameplay, but like, okay, how far can I push myself? Right. Yeah. Like where is my limit going to be? Yeah. Right. And then you go back to like the normal regular season and you're like, okay, here's my limit. Like we're not even coming close to it. Right. Like I have so much more to give. Yeah. Right. Which definitely helps now that you're in university and you're able to allocate a lot of energy to hockey and a lot of energy to school. Right. You're like, okay, my limits up here. Hockey's getting me there. School is getting me the rest of the way. Yeah. That's pretty cool. No, it's, I, just, uh, I mean, I just did the most dad thing possible. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's, it, and I mean, this year, uh, I, I, I you we, played we a talk, lot of games this year. Yeah, so we we can talk about a little bit about kind of coming in as as a goalie or picking a school as a goalie is a de- definitely a little bit different than uh, let's do than it. Players. Um, so our three coming here. Yeah, so for me it was uh, you 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 look at like we talk about like how old are the goalies like because in college you've got three goalies. Um, usually, usually one's the starter, one's backup, one's a third string. Like there's kind of that, those spots. Um, and you kind of look, okay, what's, what's the talent like? Like, am I, am I going to be, am I going to be in the top two or am I going to be that third goalie on this team? Um, and then how do you, you, how can you tell based on just like doing your own research? Yeah, you kind of just do your own research. Um, you kind of look, look at lead prospects, like, all right, what's this kid like? What's what's his – what was he like in juniors? Was his first year he didn't play, and then second year he got the chance to play and he exploded? Um, or is it like this kid was very average throughout juniors and kind of just squeaked onto a team? Um, so, so for me it was, all right, okay, who's who's got – old goalies kind of in their last year, like only two years left, like all that stuff. Um, This year, because of COVID, we ended up having four goalies. Um, So we had a graduate, a senior, a sophomore, and me, um, the freshman. So that, that was, that was, that was another, just like, I come in, I'm like, all right, guess I'm starting off as four string. (laughs) Everything's, everything's, nothing started yet all right i'm four string right now 
Yeah. Um, how am I gonna move up? But uh, no, that's basically saying like it was. Uh, I was I was kind of looking at that and I was like, all right, like I think I think I'll be able to kind of get some playing time at Brown. Um, and uh, a goal I had this like before the season started was to kind of get that number one job by the end of the season. Um, yeah. I, I felt I felt like it was a, a realistic goal um, and end up getting an opportunity fairly fairly early on in the season and um, kind of again ran with it. So it was, uh, I was I was I was pretty happy with my my freshman performance. And, uh, uh, it, I, I learned, I learned a ton. I mean, obviously any, any goalie moving on to the next level that first year is <laughs> you do a lot of learning. Um, yeah. like, especially the, the on ice, you, you, it's a different speed, like different systems, different team altogether. So it's almost slower, but like the players are so much more smarter. Yeah. Where like, they're able to hide their shot. They're able to like look you off way easier. They're calculating the plays. They're not just gonna pick up the puck and shoot it. Yeah, exactly. It's, so it's, yeah. it's it's any any level like anytime you go up level, there there's that learning period. Um, when I mentioned about like all the lessons I learned in juniors, uh, it was I, I think mentally like especially off ice. Um, you, you learn to deal with, like, when things are going good, things are going good. But when, when like, teams maybe struggling a bit, like, there's, a there's like, a little bit of a, a lull, like, kind of, like, as a team, like, you're, you're struggling to win games at times. Like, those are the times where if you can, if you can kind of step up a little bit in those, those situations, especially as a goalie, and kind of be that calming presence for your team and kind of be that, that rock um that that's that's i think kind of what led me to to kind of keeping the job this year um was just kind of we struggle at times but at the same time it was all right we've got a chance this game we've got a chance this game and uh that, that was that, that was something i learned in juniors because obviously started off where i was on on championship teams championship caliber teams and they switched to the younger teams where it's like Developing. no one knows what they're doing. No one, no one really knows what to, to expect. And uh, for me, it's just being like, all right, give them a chance to win. Give them a chance to win. So yeah. um, that, that, so that's your consistency mind. got you from fourth string to first string. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's crazy. Okay. Kids, if you're listening, I know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about consistency. <laughs> Right. There's method yeah, I, to my madness. And I mean, like that, that's, I mean, that might've been the biggest word this year was um, first half season was, I was, it was still kind of like, I mean, I, I was definitely still figuring it all out. Um, and so my consistency wasn't like, I, I'd, we'd win a game and then um, like we'd lose a game, like kind of badly. And then it was just like really fluctuating. And then, the second but here's here's the question. Okay, so the score consistency might be different, but what was the effort consistency? So the effort consistency was fairly the same. It was definitely kind of like it was it was it was it, it, was, it was it was pretty 
things were things were fairly similar. Obviously, kind of as a goalie, you, you might get a little bit more of the responsibility um, when when things are going bad. Um, it's part of the position. Yeah, you, you, yeah. You, you're gonna have to learn to kind of deal with it. Um, but like you were showing up every day and putting in like the work and yeah. the same sort of amount of work, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's it's it might the the results might not necessarily reflect um yeah. like the, the the game result consistency might not have been there but like the work and the preparation everything else was consistent um yeah. and so second half of the season um it was like i was able to kind of elevate everything just just like two percent yeah and and that that was enough to kind of help those results be more consistent right um, and, and yeah. so that yeah the second half of the season i was i was i was a lot happier with and um obviously got helped the team get um better results and um it was just it was just a good time how many games do you guys have in a season i believe it's 30 um honestly and you I, played honestly, 26 um That's I'd be like elite prospect. Uh, oh yeah, something. That's what elite prospects That's yeah. The, the Ivy, the Ivies have shorter season. Like we we play less games. Yeah. So that that's yeah. one thing. Um, we I think we play like 10, 10 less games than um the non Ivies. I think so. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, you you definitely doesn't definitely doesn't feel like you're not playing a lot of games. You're, you're, it's uh, a lot of off time, man. Yeah, but that off time is right away just jam packed with school. So, it it it, it definitely. Uh, I I don't know if I don't know if it would be really that much more beneficial to be playing ten more games, where at least now you play, you know, you're playing two games a week, and you're like, all right, these two games, like we're giving everything. Like you're, yeah. you're putting like it, so it's. It becomes a you get more of a break, I guess, in between games, uh, like week to week. But at the same time, you you can put all that focus and energy in those two games every time. No yeah. excuses. No excuses. Okay, switching it up just a little bit. What do you think are three skills and abilities that every goalie should have? If you're if you're if you're gonna get far, you gotta you gotta build a mental toughness. Um, like I said, uh, when when things are going good as a team, things are going great as a goalie. If things are going bad, they're going real bad as a goalie, um, and that's just the nature of the position. I mean, you got everyone's eyes on you um everyone's everyone's watching no if you make a mistake it ends up in the back of the net um if a forward makes a mistake he's got two other forwards 2d and the goalie that have to make mistakes before it really kind of becomes a big deal um so mental toughness um definitely a big one um just going through adversity like i mean for me it was my injuries and COVID, 
um and then just move even moving away like i mean yeah. I, I i got to play in Chillac, which is real nice um live with live with the bella family but i mean i could go home <laughs> anytime I anytime yeah um like 20 minute drive exactly so now it's like all right flew across the continent um literally across the continent uh, ocean to ocean um um to a place where i'd only gotten the virtual tour because uh, of covid <laughs> so i i got here i got i think i landed at like 11 o'clock into boston trained in to providence so i was here at 12 um they they didn't even have my like dorm key ready because i was i was here early um for international orientation yeah. um so like no one's really on campus like there's like a few things open it's 12 o'clock i've been traveling all day like it's midnight i've been traveling all day i'm tired i've got like three suitcases with me and i'm like oh my goodness like what what is going on but uh you like you you just go through that and um you you learn to deal with the, the that stuff almost becomes little details and you're almost just laughing at it you're like yeah all right like i'm gonna be telling this story on podcast right. or like to on to, a podcast yeah some random yeah. podcast yeah. but uh, or like to, to friends back home like when they ask oh how's college like what's all like like you 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 learn to to kind of you don't you don't put all your your energy and worrying about like the smaller stuff um, yeah you you don't be a part of the problem you, no okay. exactly so what happened right so you got to um campus at midnight yeah. where'd you end up staying so i ended up getting my dorm but so we got uh like a key card that like yeah. swipes us into the building and then we have our actual dorm key like a just like a normal key and so they had my key like my actual key to my dorm but no problem <laughs> so i had to go to like uh so basically it was like half mile down the road was um like the police station where like they give out like temporary swipe uh swipe cards and so they're like yeah go go to that station like give them your name um all this stuff like they'll they'll like we called ahead like they'll they'll give you one and like you'll be able to get in so i get there gives me gives me a card and I, great guy like super nice um and i walk like about a mile back to my dorm <laughs> and the guy had warned me like hey like it might not work. Like sometimes these don't work. Like just give me a call. And I'll <laughs> get get here. Of course, doesn't work. I call the guy. My phone almost dies. I'm like, hey, like my phone's about to die, but I can't get into my dorm. Like my swipe doesn't work. He's like, all right, I'll be there. So finally, he he uh, he comes. He lets me in and stuff, and then gives me a new swipe card. Um, we test it out. It works. Um, and then it's like 12.30, almost 1 a.m. And I, uh, I'm i like, I haven't eaten since like 8 p.m. Like since like my layover. Uh, I'm starving, like I need, I need to eat something. Of course, everything's closed. Like I find this like mini mart, like half mile down the road. 
Uh, just walking around, eh? Yeah, exactly. I'm walking around campus. Like, I'm like, I mean, hey, it's pretty nice. Like, I like it. Like, it's like, this is my tour. <laughs> um, but uh, it was, uh, yeah, got, got found like some like ramen, like just classic. I was like, all right, we're going to, we're going to, my dad was telling me about all these classic college uh, meals. All right, we're going to, on the first day, first one, the most basic college meal you could ever have. Um, and, uh, but yeah, that's, that's how, that's how my first, first night here went. Um, and funny. honestly, it was kind of just funny. Like I, I really wasn't kind of sweating the small stuff, but it was, uh, it was a good time and makes it makes for a good story. No but anyways, that, that's that mental toughness is definitely number one for me. Um, work ethic. Um, I think that's kind of what's gotten me this far. Um, just getting those little opportunities that lead to bigger ones um, just by, uh, I mean, we talked about the off-ice training. Like, I was out, I was out working kids my own age, and they're, they're like, all right, you need you need to be pushed a little bit. Like, we can tell you yeah. want to be pushed a little bit more. Like, all right, here. But, I mean, it's obviously not easy to do that. Um, you got you to work. Um, but uh, work ethic was is definitely hot, very high on my list where – um, just in anything I do, um, not not just as a goalie. And then uh, number three, um, I think just focus on uh, having fun. Um, like like I think I think sometimes, like especially as you get kind of the 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 hockey kind of gets into becomes more of a business um, in juniors, college is even more. Um, it, it, you gotta remember why you're playing hockey and that's to have fun. Um, that, that's why you started. Um, no, that's why I started anyways. Um, and I think that's what most kids do. You start, you start playing hockey in the driveway or something. It's cause you're having fun. You're not, not worried about, oh, I'm going to make millions one day. Like, I don't think any four year old <laughs> is thinking that. Um, so I think the biggest key is remembering why you're playing hockey um and uh it for me it's always been my dad's always said rule number one is to have fun rule number two is to work hard um and so i've kind of gone through my career with the with those two rules in mind and um when things when things are tough um you those are often times like all right let's just go have fun <laughs> Yeah, get back to the basics. Have yeah, fun. like turn 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 the brain off a little bit. Just go out and be a kid and play hockey. Yeah, pad stack. Yeah, exactly. Pull pull out some 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 crazy moves and then you, yeah, like whacking a puck out of midair behind you with your stick. Oh yeah, I saw that save. The from I don't where? know when it was, but it was when you were in Chilliwack. Oh okay. They like hit oh, the yeah. post. And you turned around. You're like. Got it. Thank you. I was like, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's always fun. Kind of, pull, it, it's funny because as a goalie, you want to have the mentality that you're going to make it look as easy as possible. I mean, that's what, like, what's that's what makes Carey Price Carey Price. Yeah, it looks like he could be asleep out there and he's pulling out forty save performance. Um, but at the same time, it's. When when you have to make those those crazy saves, it's like, 
All right, techniques out the window. Let's just make the save. Let's make the yeah. save. Yeah, no kidding. Um, what when you look back on your career so far, what's like the biggest highlight or what stands out to you like the most? Um, I think uh, it was probably in juniors. Um, it was the summer after my 16 year old year, and uh, Chillax's pretty pretty lucky. Like they get to recruit kind of from anywhere. Um, they can get guys from, from just about anywhere. And so I was kind of a local guy, um, in Chilliwack. I was kind of a hometown kid. Um, and that summer, um, the, the, the front office, they're like, Hey, can you come out and do this like community event? And, uh, for me, I was like, sure. Like I, I'm, I'm, I was always a very shy kid, quiet kid. Like I, I kind of just do my thing. Like I'm, I'm not, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't ever just like the guy leading the pack, um, in in my friend group or anything like that. And you get put in a situation where you have young kids to grandparents and they're the, the, I always remember like the first time you actually get asked for your autograph, um, is, is something pretty cool because it's, it's like, wow, like this kid actually looks out to me. And I remember asking guy like junior guys when I was a little guy and pro guys for their autographs, how much it meant to me. Mm-hmm. And to kind of be on the opposite side of that for the, for the first time, it was, it was something pretty special. And um, I think for me, the, uh, I think a part of, why I was able to stay in Chilliwack for, for four years and for all four years, um, was cause I think fans like me, <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and, and I kind of built a, a good base in the community where, um, it Chilliwack's not the smallest town, but it's, it's obviously not the biggest city or, or anything either. And, um, it's kind of that sweet spot where you can, Kind it's of, just far enough out of the city where, like, a junior A team is going to pull a lot of fans. Exactly, and so you're you're almost like you you almost end up being like a mini celebrity in yeah. that little town, and um, and community is a big part of it. And uh, I mean, every summer and anytime I got a chance to, um, I always look to like do all the community work, uh, volunteer. Um, there's a, there's a French school in Chilliwack that I'd actually visited when I was in grade three and they, they had usually like the, the team would tell guys like, Hey, like we need guys for this event. And, um, this was the first time where it was, they reached out to me directly and asked if I could come visit school kind of. Um, talked to all the kids, um, so came, came to the school, um, had the mic in front of, like, the whole school, um, and just kind of talked about what it was, like, kind of being a, a French kid growing up and um, getting, getting to where I'm at uh, playing sports. You're like, um, it's so awesome. Everybody's, everybody pronounces my name correctly. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, this four-year-old can say my name. Why, why can't all these adults say my name? <laughs> um, but uh, no, I think I think that that might uh, that that's probably one of the biggest things um, that I've gotten out of hockey is um, cool. getting a chance to meet so many interesting people um, and uh, just kind of give back to, to the community that's helped me so much. I mean, I get to, I get to leave, live a dream that a bunch of kids want to do and never get the chance to. So to, to be a Brown as a kid from Abbotsford, British Columbia, um, playing division one hockey, um, is is something that uh, I'm extremely fortunate uh, to be able to live, and I I thank everyone that's helped me along the way, and there's a lot awesome. of people that helped me along the way. Yeah, no, for sure. All right, we'll wrap this up. Last question here. You've already given everybody here so much advice and tips, but what's the best goalie lesson or tip that you've ever received? Yeah, I mean, it's always tough to, to tough answering those questions. Um, I think, it, it, especially kind of the year of the year, um, like if you're trying to figure out where to play, um, biggest thing is go where you're going to play. Um, I know a lot of kids and even parents um, get caught up in kind of like the the status of it of playing somewhere. and a lot of times that's probably the worst thing to do like that you're that's probably the worst thing you can do for your your career um and kind of more as a as a goalie um biggest lesson i think just i think one of the biggest things is being coachable um that's good um kind of just don't 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 act like you know everything. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you ask probably Carey Price, any 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 child goalies, they're they they don't know everything either. And they're some of the best goalies in the world. And um, they're there. And they're there. So it's uh so for me, like I, I've had um amazing goalie coaches over the years. Um I've had different goalie coaches over the years. Um just having the chance to work with different ones. Um, and I, you learn something from each of them. Um, it might be, it might be a small little thing, but it, in hockey, <laughs> smallest things matter the most. Um, yeah. so for, for me, it's, uh, it's, uh, is yeah, just be coachable and try to suck up as much knowledge as you can. Cause, uh, it might, might, you might not register it from someone and then, you somewhere else it, says, it, says it different. Yeah, exactly. And it clicks for you. Um, so yeah, just I, I know not a lot of kids are like dead set on having one goalie coach or they're like, oh, I'm, this is my guy, this is my guy. And um obviously you can have that kind of one guy, but um I don't think you should have one goalie coach your entire career because <laughs> yeah, diversify you, for sure. Yeah, exactly. You're you're everyone's got a different mindset and like i said one one might be saying the same thing as the other but one might click for you 
Exactly. So, exactly. so that that's that's kind of my my biggest tips for for goalies uh, kind of to try and navigate and um, what's kind of made me successful. Awesome. Okay. Matt Tew, Coron, I appreciate you coming on, taking so much more time than we were expecting uh, uh, for this two-parter. <laughs> no, it's, it's uh, awesome. I, I love I love doing this, and uh, I'm I'm I don't think I've done a BC kind of podcast before, so um, it I, I feel pretty fortunate to be able to kind of hopefully if if one kid can kind of get somewhere out of this or, or it just does something for someone, then um, definitely makes it worthwhile. Awesome. Hey, hey, if you ever want to come on again, yeah. let me know. After, know. after next season. Yeah. Part. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. No, it, it's uh, no, I'm, I'm glad to do this. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm back during the summer. So, um, cause where, where are you based out of Kamloops? Kamloops. Yeah. 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 So I'd, I'm sure I'm sure I'll be around that area. So um, if you're running, we'll do a we'll do a live one. Yeah, exactly. I'll I'll (laughs) pop in and we'll uh, we'll we'll have some fun with it. Yeah, for sure. Got three camps going in July and August. Oh, perfect. All right. Well, it's been it's been awesome. Thanks uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, Likewise, likewise. All right. Thank you very much. You have a good off weekend. And enjoy it. Yeah, thank you. All right. Take care. You as well, man. Thank you again. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Goalie Corner. If you have any questions or topic ideas, feel free to reach us at thegoaliecorner at gmail.com. Or you can reach out, out to us on social media. We have Instagram, TikTok. Uh, Facebook, all at One Stop Goaltending. Thank you for listening. Have a good day.